Welcome to a Christian podcast. We are not professionals. We are not scripted. We are just perfect, sinful, struggling Christians on our pursuit to truth. The views on the topics discussed are not those of any affiliation tied to the podcast or external persons involved. They are solely the views of the individuals. Welcome to another episode of A Christian Podcast. Again, it's my, my friend Brian Lovell. We were in a metal band for a long time together. He's one of my uh, uh, go-to guys for spiritual advice and just life advice in general. Very smart dude. He's a comic artist. Um, Everything he's saying is subjective about like, being <laughs> smart and good at anything. Um, but um, yeah, he uh, he's a tattoo artist and... Um, uh yeah he's a dad Loud husband mouth. um cool dude um right back at you <laughs> um but okay um yeah we just got done finished doing one and i was like this went pretty awesome so we're gonna do try another one it'd be cool to get your advice um i don't know how because you like your kids are still young and uh, i'm still curious about like how much influential input should you consider f- from your parents um, or guardians about your relationships in college? Um, I've always found that very interesting. Uh, God, when I was in college, I didn't talk to my parents about much of anything. So I didn't either. Uh, I don't really know if I can even speak to that as yeah. a topic at all. Like I just kind of kept it all secret. I was getting hammered and you know, painting pictures and kind of yeah. wiling out. Um, for the record, I wasn't raised religious at all. So like I didn't, ha- I mean, like my grandfather was religious. Um, my mom believed in God, but we, you know, we did like the very rare visits to church. Um, as far as I understand, my dad's always been an atheist. If he ever believed in God, I didn't know about it. Um, my stepmom would always be like, Dennis, these kids got to go to church. And, you know, it was a whole thing. <laughs> and so she'd take us to Sunday school for a couple weeks in a row. But we were not like what I would describe. When I look at religious families, that wasn't us. But so when it came to college, like we didn't have like a bunch of religious upbringing coming into it or anything like that. So I was just kind of like, well, I'm going to do this now and try this out. And I actually came to faith later, which is a whole other story. So I don't really know if I can speak to that experience. Yeah. I mean, it's one of those where I was just kind of curious. Yeah. I mean, any input, like, I mean, but like, Do you I, trust I, your parents, I think is the better question. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, I mean, it might be another tan- tangent, but like, I mean, I guess that's something that also like, how much trust do you allow people to have with your faith and your direction? Because like, I mean, like, uh, yeah, there's parents and there's, of course, like, pastors and other people as well. I mean, I just, like, if like we, you talked about earlier, and it's the same with me, is, like, one of the most frustrating things I think I've come across is, like, people who lose their faith because of people. And, like, people are terrible and people don't realize that, like... You run stuff. Yeah, like, it doesn't matter, like, like, Christians aren't immune to, like not being terrible like christians can be terrible and mm-hmm. i mean it doesn't make them it sucks because like it's it's easy it's 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 easy and it's kind of like sort of in a sick way kind of fun to be like like oh that christian's not not a good person like it's it's kind of fun to point the finger and be it's like it's always easy. it's always nice to smell out a rat you yeah know? <laughs> it always feels good um but like yeah i mean like it's one of those where i kind of feel 
like like and maybe we shouldn't even talk, i mean i'm just kind of just talking in general right now but like i feel like i think I, I posted about this as well how like i think it's such a disservice for like a leader in a church to not show people how to have a relationship with god but instead have them like routinely coming to them for answers and i think that that's not what a leader should do a leader should be able to equip somebody with the ability to look for that stuff themselves and the knowledge you mean do discipleship yeah (laughs) yeah (laughs) kind of job kind kind of of important job (laughs) Uh, but yeah like i find like because like it's one of those where i mean i feel if you build your your faith and your foundation on people even if they're your parents or they're like your pastor like they're still a person so when that foundation stumbles like when it breaks it's gonna destroy you sure it can for sure and so like i mean i it's i guess that's that's the, the scary thing is like i know like i've seen it done where parents just don't let their kids have their own opinion about god and they force their 100 percent their i mean i think guidance is important i think that guidance is supposed to you're supposed to do that and you're supposed to like if you want to force that stuff that's cool or whatever but like I've seen it go overboard where parents force their ideas and their convictions that they're convicted by on their their kids. And just because they're convicted by something doesn't mean that they're meant to be convicted by something. As, as, I mean, that's a whole nother... Uh, I don't even... We probably shouldn't even get into that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think that, that... We don't have to get too far into it, but I think really it's the parents' job... Um, to, in my opinion, um, to investigate the things that you're planning to or that you are telling your kids. Um, You have to investigate them for why you think that they are true. Not in the interest of avoiding calamity, but why, like, ultimately teaching your... You have to be projecting outward. Um, When you're busy looking at, like... Every, if, if you're looking at everything outside of you and then you're just like, we got to do this, you got to do this, you got to do this because this is like our, this is how we do it. That's going to collapse for that kid once they have their own mind and once they have their own ideas. But if you go like, well, me and your mom or me or, you know, or me and your dad, like we, like whomever, we believe this and this is why we act this way to these people and this is why we act these, this way to these people. This is why we love these people in this way. This is why we don't do this. This is why we do do this. But at any point or another, that kid is going to make up their mind internally, even if it's not for a, for a complete for the rest of their life, but for a season that maybe they don't believe that same thing that you believe, and you don't get to control that. You can tell them, well, that's not right, but it doesn't do any good because the belief was made much deeper than what than what their ears hear. And so when, you know, if you tell your kid, don't do drugs, but then at some point or another, because we think the drugs are bad and this, that, and the other, and and then at some point or another, they inside go, you know, maybe drugs aren't so bad. You telling them that doesn't change their feelings about that. And so in turn, you're just falling on deaf ears and you're going to create a mountain out of a molehill potentially and cause a rift in your relationship. That doesn't mean that you stop saying like, well, look, I don't really think that this is beneficial because of X, Y, and Z. However, I get why you can arrive at this conclusion and uh, please be safe. Please do these things with people that you that you trust, not with people that you just met. Like like, and if you ever need me, I'm there for you. The, the more judgment that you cast upon a child, the more likely they are to rebel against you and reject you. Um, and so, I'm of the opinion, and I am certainly no authority. Uh, I'm just a dad. 
but I'm of the opinion that I do my best to instruct my kid in the ways that I believe to be correct and right uh, on certain topics and the way that I believe uh, things that are preferable, even if they're not right, wrong, or otherwise, and also let them know that I am fallible and that uh, he's always welcome to challenge my choices as long as we're doing it with respect and dignity to each other in the, in the attempt to, to find what is correct for that person, then we generally don't have problems. When Sam, my son, when he has an issue with something that I've said, you know, I'll ask him like, do you think it's okay or fair or true that I said this? And he'll pause. And sometimes like, he'll be like, yes. And I'll be like, do you really think that is true? Or are you just saying that because that's what you think I want to hear? And then he'll be a little more honest. And he'll be like, well, I don't know. I'm like, well, it's okay if you tell me how you feel. And we talk about it because ultimately it's not my business bullying my son into thinking exactly what I think. It's my business trying to raise him to think for himself. And ideally, we believe in the Bible, and we, well, and I don't believe everything literally in the Bible, but that's a whole other discussion. Um, but I, I do believe most of the stuff a lot. Uh, but I do believe in Jesus. I do believe in the resurrection. I hold on to that dearly. Um, and I tell him that I believe these things. And ideally, I tell him this because I think that it's true. And so there's no reason for me to make some sort of bulletproof case for something that I believe is the truth. If it is the truth, indeed, then he'll find it somewhere. And if it's not the truth, well, then I can't really argue with him. You know what I mean? It's a fruitless endeavor. Uh, there's no sense in beating my son's brain, you know, with words and actions and deeds and routines that are not going to yield positive fruit for him. And positive, as I define it, a thinking man who's interested in the well-being of others and wants to know the spirit of Jesus and the Holy Spirit. And if, you know, if he doesn't choose Jesus, that's going to probably bum me out. But that's because that's what I believe is good and, like, whatever, I don't even know how, like, good is such a weird word anyway because it's a metric of contrast, but that's beside the point. Uh, I The whole thing's super weird because it comes off like I'm sort of ambiguously, like, not giving a crap about what my kid believes, and that's not the case at all. But reality is indoctrination rarely sticks unless it's, like, straight-up brainwashing. You know what I mean? Like, otherwise, like, some like when they become an adult, they still have decided for themselves. So, like, ultimately, my best job that I can do is show him how to love him and how to accept him in the way that I think Jesus would. And if I can indoct- indoctrinate him with inclusion, with love and acceptance in the way that I think Jesus would, then I feel like that's a good example. And that's the best thing that I can provide is a good example. Way more than a bunch of bull****** words. Yeah, I, I definitely... Yeah, Which I, definitely I fired off a lot of just now. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I mean, like, yeah, I feel, um, just cause like, I mean, I feel too, is like, I, f- I feel like, yeah, I mean, I, I feel like parents tend to overstep. It sucks to say, cause I'm not a parent, but, and I, I don't like, it seems like parents like to, it seems like they overstep their boundaries within uh, like their kids. Like I've seen even like parents try to put their convictions on their kid who is now married and so like that's a whole nother like thing where it's just like if you if you I mean it feels like it feels like in situations like that where it causes tension within another person's marriage and like I, th- I think it's just like one of those where you have to like 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 look at Genesis where like I mean one of the first things was just like a man will leave his his family and be like yeah. cleave to his wife and 
And so, like, I mean, like, you're, like, he belongs to his wife now. And, like, it's kind of, and vice versa. And so it's just, like, it's, it's like, it's hard for parents to let go of their kids. And I understand that. But also, like, it's very, to me, unbiblically, unbiblical, but also very, like, almost demonic to, it, like, cause tension within a marriage and like uh, like a covenant thing and knowing that that can cause some very like stress like within a holy covenant uh which is like marriage so it's just i don't know like i'm i'm not in those situations so like i have no idea well it's always it's always not always but it's often done with with the best of intentions i mean there are people that love to stir drama but these people that do these things, like I've fortunately not had that happen with my marriage, and nor do I ever intend on doing it with, you know, if my kids choose to marry. Um, but that that often happens with good intentions and without introspection of the ef- effect that it may have mm-hmm. on that marriage. I think if people saw the turmoil that they were actively causing behind closed doors, they may be less likely to do it, or they might just be sadists. <laughs> you know, some yeah. people are just kind of freaking sadists, and it's weird. Uh, which is not, I don't believe, to be healthy. It's destructive. You know, the concept of speaking life and speaking death um, is a is a pretty good way to think about how you talk to people and what you introduce into their life and, the, you know, the poison or the life that you do speak into their world. But I, I think with parenting and stuff like that, like, they're always, parents are always doing what they think is best, um, but they're not really ever looking at what they think is best if it actually is best. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? just it's just a foregone conclusion you know i've seen this in my life and so in turn it's for you yeah i mean like it's one like i mean if yeah um maybe we shouldn't go into the, to that one because it seems kind of just loose and kind of everywhere <laughs> with this this uh parenting one yeah oh it's okay um, I, I think the parenting is loose and everywhere so it kind of fits yeah. <laughs> parents will, parents that's pretty real and with i think with uh with college students like, y'all are gonna, like, I'm an old man now. Like, I'm 36 years old. I'm not literally an old man, but I'm straight up middle age. Like, you guys are not gonna wanna hear another dude talk to you about Jesus all the time. Like, it's just another thing that, you, that y'all have to deal with, and you have to, like, I'm just another parent figure anyway. Um, so, like, even hearing me talk about it, like, some people are gonna receive it and some people aren't. This is just a weird topic. But uh, I do wanna say that, like, I've been there, and I don't, I think the the best advice that I have to offer is my dad and I had a couple of years where we didn't talk a lot. We weren't really like adversarial or anything like that, but we didn't talk a lot. And I think there was some like unspoken ire uh, that was kind of floating around. And uh, there was a point where just like there was a, there was a point where like everybody just had to respect each other and realize that we were living different lives and had different point of view and a different, just a straight up different path. And once that was accepted, everything kind of sussed out. My dad and I have an awesome relationship. You know, he's still a burly, like, kind of gruff uh, guy that I think is hysterical because he just gets mad at And I'm kind of the same way, but, like, I, like, I don't know, I have my mom in me, so I'm always worried about how everybody feels. Um, <laughs> and But we just have different paths. You know, I like, I'm a freelance artist for a living. You know, I got two kids, and, you know, my, my wife works with a, with a home birth midwife. Like, we're practically hippies but not and my dad is uh you know he's he runs a mechanic shop and uh you know he worked in a construction forever my mom works in an office like we're very very different people 
but we all respect each other, you know, and we all love each other. And at the end of the day, they don't understand what I'm doing. Like, I started homeschooling my kid, and I know that probably seems weird, uh, like, on this thing, like, well, another homeschooling Christian, what, you know, I, I get it. Don't worry. I get it. Uh, it's okay to judge me about it, too. Um, but, <laughs> like, I, ha- I don't know if my dad had any, like, negative feelings about it, but I was a little nervous to tell him. You know, because I thought, well, maybe he's like, oh, Brian's doing another weird thing. But he was totally cool about it because we just have developed that. Um, so I think, like, with, with students, it's just, like, just respect your parents and also understand that sometimes they don't know what they're talking about and sometimes they do. And it's important for you to try to discern how much of what they're saying is honest and hurts. Like, and it do- it's not what you want to hear, but it is the right thing to hear. And how much of it is just them kind of being old uh, and out of touch. And nothing against old people because I'm one of them. But... Sometimes we get out of touch. I have no idea what's on the radio. <laughs> and I hit like, you know, like parents still tell you to call the place that you want to get a job at. They don't know what's going on. <laughs> so just take it with a grain of salt and respect them, you know, and understand like they came from a different time. They came from a different place and they came from a different sort of perspective and just do what you can with it. And parents do the same thing. Like, excuse me, I just uh, had a bunch of sparkling water and had a burp. Um, respect your kids. They're their own people. If you, if you actually worked hard at raising them, trust the work that you put in early. You know? They're going to make mistakes. Let them make them. If they need help, help them out where you can. And help sometimes looks weird. Sometimes help looks like not helping. Sometimes help looks like helping. But be supportive. And be kind. You know, the fruit of the Spirit. What is it like? Patience, kindness. Like, Joy, hope. Yeah, try to have that when dealing with your parents. And dealing with your kids, self-control for heaven's sakes. It's a bit meandering, but I think there's truth in that. No, yeah, I mean, like, yeah, I don't think I could have, yeah, that was definitely, yeah, I, I can see that, like, like helping people out for sure when trying to, because, like, I mean, I feel, I don't know, like, like I guess I could, like, a lot of, I don't want to be stereotyped, typical but it seems like a lot of christian really christian homes are really brought up very um reliant i guess on their parents and their like faith and approval and like religion and i think that's i mean it's great i mean it shows that like you cared for them at least hopefully you did it in care and not in as in control but like <clears throat> i mean yeah i think yeah you pretty much everything you said like i have, yeah, I have nothing really to say to that i mean it's, everything you said i agree with i think people are individuals c.s lewis even has an example of of him saying like these these parents they they were good parents and they raised their kid and the kid grew up to be a bully and they had no say where where that bully come from like it's like now they're stuck with this train him to try to be who he's supposed to be and he was and so like it's it's kind of a a weird weird thing that people need to i guess i guess i mean not just students i guess it's more aimed towards like parents and different perspective but like i think yeah i think parents need to like understand that like their relationship with god is not their kids relationship with god um and as much as they want to force them to be like here share my relationship with god you can't do that like you need to build your own relationship with god and have them build their own relationship with god 
it's it's a individual thing like it's 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 good to and no two are alike yeah hope you guys uh enjoyed this episode thank you for listening to a christian podcast it is our prayer that you will find comfort and intimacy with jesus christ dive into scripture ask questions fall in love with the truth that is in christ